Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Crush Hail Academy podcast. I am your host, Bob Argyle, flying down Route 90, heading to Jamestown today. Today's kind of a bittersweet episode for me because we're going to talk about where things are right now, where things are heading, and um, this is going to be my final podcast, at least in this format, for now. So today's episode is entitled, All Good Things Must Come to an End. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's episode. Beautiful blue skies, sunny, summer's back, Memorial Day weekend coming up, and actually I got a birthday coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm the big 4-4, I can't believe it, it's crazy, middle age, I'm starting to really feel it too, (laughs) I really am, I've had this issue with my back for probably the past two months now, right after the coronavirus hit and the gym shut down. I went to this home workout, and this home workout um, was very, very heavy on the crunches and stuff like that, and I think it was only maybe my second day in to the workout, which is so ironic because I had been going pretty hard at the gym pretty consistently every single morning, and then uh, switched to the home workout that most people would assume is not as hardcore as the gym workout, and I jammed the back up jam the back up. Now, most times in the past, usually about once a year, I'll jam my back up. And most times, um, it's something I can go to the chiropractor, I can get it straightened away. And usually in like two weeks, feeling good. And I'm off and running again. This one has been different. This one is a disc issue. And it's been, it's been hard on me. It's been really hard on me because I feel like I'm regressing. Um, you know, there's been times where I can't even go out and, and walk. So I, I can't even move because the pain is so severe. And it's just been, it's been really tough. Twice now, I've gone against the doctor's orders because I've just gotten frustrated. And I've started to do push-ups or whatever, and I re-aggravated it. And then I go in and I get chewed out by the doctor. I go back to like multiple days a week at the chiropractor. Starts to calm down a little bit. And I feel like, oh, okay, I can go again. And then I, I re-aggravate the back. So um, it's been tough. It's been really tough. This, this coronavirus is affecting everybody in different ways. And, you know, business-wise, I've been lucky enough to be able to keep working. So that's been good. Been blessed in that area of my life. But, um, you know, with my, my physicality, it's been tough. Started getting back into golf which has kind of been fun. I stopped playing about five years ago because what I tell everybody is I'm not naturally gifted enough at the sport of golf to be able to play like once a week and have it be an enjoyable experience. Or at least that's the story I told myself years ago. And I got to a point where, you know, with kids and business and you know, life things going on, I wasn't able to get out and play as much as I felt I needed to be able to play. So I would go out like once every couple weeks 
and I'd play terrible, I'd have a horrible time, I'd get frustrated, I'd get mad. <laughs> it was not an enjoyable experience for me. And I just lost interest. I did. And that was the story I told myself. I just can't devote enough time to playing golf to have it be something that I enjoy. And recently I got back into it. Because, man, 44 years old, it's crazy. Before the coronavirus... I was going real hard at the gym, and I was feeling like a young man. I mean, I was like, I got this. I got this. Old man still got it. And then I jammed the back up, and over the past couple months, I've started to come to the realization that I can still be active. I can still get up and every day and do something active, um, you know, do something good for my body. It just might not look like going to the gym for an hour every day. Might not. You know, I have friends, uh, guys in the, the Warrior Brotherhood here, uh, Garrett J. White. Perfect example. At one point, this man was going hard. Like, he was running triathlons, numerous triathlons a week. Um, you know, working out, lifting, very heavy workout regimen. I remember him telling a story at, at one time in his life. He was running 20 miles a day, literally running himself to death. And that he went through that phase, right? He went through that phase. And one thing that he came to realize is that as he's getting older, he can still remain active, but it might not look like his vision of working out has always been. So what he does now to invest in himself is he surfs every single morning. He lives on the beach out in Laguna Beach, California, and every morning um, he goes out and he surfs. And he does other things like he walks and does yoga and stuff like that. So he's still active, but it just doesn't look like what it used to look like for him. And I haven't totally given up on getting back into the gym, but this back thing has really messed with my head. You know, I've tried to start working out again and it hasn't worked. So I'm starting to kind of look for other ways. And the golf is something that I've, I've gotten back into. Uh, I've been to the driving range a couple times. Um, not hitting the driver yet. I'm hitting short irons, just taking it very easy. And then I see how the back responds the next day. So far, so good. Um, so I can envision like this summer when the course is open back up. Um, I got a little par three course just down the road from my house. Maybe I work that into my routine. I go out in the morning a few times a week and walk nine holes and play some golf and give me a chance to just kind of start my day off. Um, start my day off right. You know, I took my kids last night. They had a really good time um, and they're both really good. And I think it probably comes from them playing baseball and softball all these years because they have really good natural swings. And Dylan was knocking the ball 100 yards. I was very impressed. Proud of her. So they had a good time. Um, we're going to go this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. I think we're going to go out and we're going to play probably nine holes. So looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. So as far as business goes, again, I've been blessed because I've been... I think I kind of deemed myself, this is a very gray area, I deemed myself essential. I've kind of been piggybacking off this the automotive industry being deemed essential because technically I'm classified as automotive. So my body shop clients have all remained open for the most part. So the phones continued to ring. 
we've continued to be busy. I think this past couple months, it's crazy. I was expecting, although I could stay working, I was anticipating a drop in business. And I've been pleasantly surprised. If anything, it's been busier this year than it's ever been for me this time of year. Um, So much so that I had to bring one of my guys back from Chicago. I had him out on the road doing some hail, and uh, I just couldn't keep up. (laughs) So I had to call and bring him back in, and luckily he's come back, and he's been able to help me out. He's been able to hold down kind of the central New York area for me, um, Syracuse, Utica, because we've spent a lot of time over the past few months um, growing our market and growing our client base. So we're now out into the capital area of New York, capital region of New York. Um, We're in Buffalo. Obviously, that's where I'm heading today, Buffalo, Jamestown area. Um, We've got new clients down in Elmira, uh, Binghamton, Ithaca. Um, So it's it's been a lot for me to handle myself. This week, for example, I've been in Albany. I've already been in Buffalo. Um, I've been down in Binghamton and, let's see, Green, New York, Utica, New York, Little Falls, Johnstown, um, and I'm heading back out to Buffalo today. So a lot of days, it's like numerous towns in the same day. So I have to plan very efficient, very efficiently. Uh, Yesterday, for example, I was in Albany in the morning and then I had to come back to Utica and then I finished up my day down in the Binghamton area. So it's a lot of miles on the car, but it's one thing that we've started to realize is although we're a hail company, um, just marketing body shops from a hail perspective, for example, call us if you need us for hail. It wasn't really working for us, and it wasn't really putting us in the right situations to build relationships with body shops. Because what we've realized is if we want a body shop to call us for their hail damage, you know, just visiting them once a year uh, prior to hail season and just sending out some marketing material and some email campaigns, that's all well and good, but it doesn't help us build that personal relationship. So we really had to kind of change our focus, change our direction of how we were approaching new clients throughout the state of New York in an effort to build that relationship year-round with them. And it's been tough because now we have body shops from all over the state, um, not just calling us for hail, but they're calling us for door dings. They're calling us for the everyday PDR jobs. Um, And it's a lot, it really is a lot to manage. But we've been doing well. We've been, now that I've got my one guy back, I've got Jeremy back in the area. Um, It's taking a lot of pressure off me. So I know our our base of clients in the Syracuse and Utica areas are taken care of, and that allows me to drive out and pick off the body shops on the the, um, outlying areas of New York State. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm driving all the way down to the Dunkirk area to take care of uh, Les Valentine. Valentine's Collision is actually a body shop that we met last year doing hail. And uh, it's turned into a really good client of ours and he's a great guy. Great shop, love going out there. So back to this coronavirus and how it's kind of affected everybody, right? It's affected our businesses, it's affected our relationships. It's really kind of turned our lives upside down. This whole new normal talk 
about how things are going to look going forward, even when things are starting to open up. Um, very uncertain times. A lot of people have spent a lot of time at home. Probably will never go back the way it used to be, but um, eventually we're going to get back to a point where um, we're able to get out and about. Can't even believe I'm saying this, but you know, where we're allowed to get back to living our lives, and it's on us to get back out there, get back to work, and and get back to living, right? One of the things that I've taken advantage of over these past couple months is uh, just time to reflect. 2020, I think when I laid out my my targets and my goals for this year, nobody ever foresaw this coming. So I had to really go back um, and kind of readdress everything in my life. In, in planning and in preparation for finishing out 2020. So what I did was I, I literally whiteboarded everything. What am I doing right now inside of each area of my life? What's working? What's not working? And one of the realizations that I came to was around this this podcast. Now look, first and foremost, this podcast for me personally has been huge. It's been life-changing. To give you guys a little backstory on the podcast and why I even started it was about 18 months ago um, when we were in a course called Strategic Seduction inside of the Warrior Group. And it, it was presenting to us an entirely different way to market our business. And the idea behind it was putting ourselves out there, telling our story, building our brand, creating connection with other people in the marketplace, building trust, adding value, and eventually the the general idea of it is eventually um, it's going to help you grow your business because people are going to have a better idea of who you are, not just from a business perspective, but personally. And people do business with people they like, right? Or people they relate with or they can connect with. Not They don't always have to like you. So at that time, um, I remember how scared I was thinking about this whole idea of creating a podcast. I would think, how the hell am I going to fill up a half hour a week just talking? (laughs) Not talking to anybody else, just literally talking. And I remember how weird it was in the beginning, sitting in a room and talking and feeling like I was just talking to a wall and it just felt so foreign to me. And I didn't really think I had anything worthwhile to put out there. And it was only after talking with the guys in the group, they were like, dude, you got actually a pretty cool story, man. You've been through quite a bit. There's a lot of people out there that could probably relate with your story. So it was after a lot of coaxing and and coaching from other guys around me in my group, I put the first podcast out and it was probably one of the scariest things I ever did. And it was terrible. I've come back and listened to it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like nails on a chalkboard. But one of the things that they would tell us is don't wait to don't wait 12 months in hopes of putting out the perfect episode. You just have to start putting them out there. And over time, you're you'll get better. You'll get better at it. So that I just jumped right in and I started putting them out there. And over time I got more comfortable with it. And I found that I really started to enjoy it. Very therapeutic allowed me to, to feel like I was being heard. One of the things that we know about men, one of the biggest problems that men have is they feel like they don't have anybody to talk to, or they feel like they have to hide how they're feeling 
and put on this this show, big tough guy, right? Um, and they have to put on this act. And men that have a group around them, men that f- can talk to others, men that can express their feelings, and men that feel heard, generally lead healthier lives. They're more emotionally stable, right? So it really helped me. It gave me an outlet. And over the years, people would reach out to me. I never imagined that anybody would reach out to me about my gibberish. But people started to reach out, men and women, and just say, wow, that last episode, I really related with that last episode. And I go back and listen to some of these episodes. And it's amazing because it it brings back so many memories. It brings back a like exactly how I was feeling when I put that episode out. For example, the forgiveness episode. That was a huge, like, momentous shift for me that I was experiencing. And it allowed me to kind of document this entire transition that I went through. I go back and I listen to another episode. I'm like, man, I was going through a pretty heavy breakup with somebody at that point. And I was, so I can go back and I can kind of relive these different progressions and this was going to probably sound kind of morbid but I kind of like the idea that I've documented this anything ever happens to me I walk outside today and I get hit by a bus my kids are going to have an avenue to listen to their their pops and and see what he was all about You know, it's kind of like a a journal that I've put in place and it's going to be there forever. I've recorded all the episodes. So even when I shut this down, those episodes are mine forever. So the entire process was like an 18-month journaling process that I created. And the conversations that this created with other people led to new relationships, new business partners. Heck, one of the other owners in our Densmart system just reached out to me a couple weeks ago about one of the episodes and how he could relate exactly to what I was going through in that episode. So not only has this helped me, I feel like in, in some small way, maybe it's helped some other people too. But the title of this episode is All Good Things Come to an End. And the thing that I realized over these past couple months is the podcast has started to kind of become an obligation to me. I mean, hell, it's been seven weeks since I I put my last one out. And I'm busy with work, busy with kids and life and COVID and all this other crazy stuff going on. Um, It's just not a priority to me anymore, which isn't a bad thing. It's one of the cool things about growing and progressing and being involved and connected in life. We're allowed to change course. We're allowed to move different directions. We control that. It's our decision alone as business owners. So as much as like therapeutically this was a help to me, It also helped my business. It was what I was trying to do for the business, building the brand, um, getting my story out there, um, you know, expanding my network. It's been extremely successful from a number of different perspectives. But going forward, we're completely changing the direction that we're going now. 
whereas the podcast and the Facebook professional page and stuff like that, that was kind of like they talk about the shotgun technique where you're putting numerous pieces of content out into the marketplace in hopes that it lands in front of the right people. That's kind of the shot, shotgun technique. Where we're moving now towards more of a sniper technique. Like laser point accuracy. Who do we want to target for our business? And how are we going to target them? So instead of just putting different things out into social media land, we're now moving towards a more targeted campaign where we're going to be doing higher end content packaged and sent in digital format directly to our existing clients talking to body shops about how PDR can enhance their business talking to body shops about our process our system and how our system helps them in the days and months following a hail event and this is only going to be for existing clients and new clients So we're kind of going dark from that sense. We're going to reel things back in. We're really going to get focused on the message going out to our clients. And we're really going to focus on bringing new clients into the fold and then helping them down this path of better understanding what they should expect from a hail repair provider these days, what they should expect from their PDR company, not just in in a hail situation, but year-round. Because I really feel like that's what I'm being called to do now. This has been a great experience for me. But it's time to move forward, focusing on this business, our message, growing our clientele, growing our technician team, and really moving this company forward. We have a lot of growth potential still out there. We have other markets around our state. There's a ton of opportunity for us to grow out there. And when I really think about it, that's what inspires me today. Now, 12 months from now, I don't know, maybe I'll do a podcast again. It's the beauty of it. And it's trial and error. These are all little case studies. This podcast was a case study for me. Going forward with this direct marketing campaign, focusing on bringing new clients and helping our existing clients is another case study. And we'll play this through, then we'll reassess In 12 months from now, we might shift. We might just continue down the same path. And the coolest thing about this is this whole past 12 months has been a process that I really, I had to go through because the things I'm seeing now with my business and in life, I couldn't even see 12 months ago because I hadn't gone through the process to get me to where I am today. And now 12 months later, 18 months later, I'm seeing the landscape much different. I have different ideas now, different plans for the business that honestly I couldn't even conceive back then. So the biggest reason for me putting this this episode out there today is I didn't feel right just shutting it down. I felt that I owed it to my listeners to... um, kind of wrap this thing up and explain to everybody where I was at and why I was making this decision. It's just gotten to a point where I don't enjoy it. 
like I used to. Time to move on. Time to try something different. But to everybody who's reached out, sent me emails, called me, encouraged me throughout these past 18 months, I just want you to know that I love you and I appreciate every single one of you. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful that you were along for this ride and you helped me progress. You helped me to grow. And I owe you all a a debt of gratitude. So where can you find me going forward? Well, we are going to begin... um, really focusing on the blog posts again, so I'm going to keep the blog post up. Uh, Not quite sure yet about the Facebook business professional page, what I'm going to do with that. Um, It's one of those things that I set up and I never really took it anywhere, so it's just kind of sat idle. So I still have some thinking through to do with that, Um, but I can always be reached at my email, can always be called still here for everybody. Anybody needs anything, please reach out. I love having these conversations. I love helping other people that might have gone through similar experiences as me. Feeds the soul, man. Feeds the soul. So that's it for this week. That's it for this podcast series. Until we meet again, I just want to thank you all one last time for being along for this ride and for listening and supporting the Crush Hail Academy podcast. I love you all and make it a great day. Peace.